Now, thank you, brother. Oh, let's give him praise. It's about, in Judah, God is known. That means praise. In Judah, God is known. You want to know God? Get praise in your heart. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Woo! My, 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 my. It's a great feeling and such an opportunity to be here. And I do give honor to the ministry here. Pastor, give honor to you. And uh, this choir, wasn't they great? Oh, my. Beautiful. Sound, the sound from heaven. I thought I was already in heaven. Sound of angels. It was, it was great, and I'm not, not stretching that a bit. And uh, I'm, I'm going to say something that, that's a little unusual before I start out. And uh, my father, my dad, passed away 21 years ago. And uh, he was military background, but he would tell me, he said, whatever you do, get your belts on. Keep your belt. Hold your pants up. And we just moved from North Carolina, and we were still moving. And it's, it's this or that, trying to move. And if you get, when you get my age, it's hard to move. But I misplaced my belt that I had. So if my dad was here, he'd say, son, you can't do nothing because you don't have a belt on your clothes. Now, I'm planning on keeping my pants up. And don't you be looking for that reason. But I, I, I should be all right. But I'm just letting you know. You need to help me. You need to help me. No, I'm just playing. But I really did. This is the first time I've ever went to a pulpit or in church. And, and my dad taught me that rule. Get you a belt and keep your belt on. And I get uh, my family. Well, my wife will tell you. They're always telling me that you got so many belts. But we made this move, and I had this one belt. And I said, it's gone. And we'll find it. And I'm not going to worry about it. I'm just going to let you know I'm a human being. And you are too. And we're just, we're, we're people. And I, I see a family here. I see a group of people that have a love for their pastor, a love for their church, a pastor's wife. I see that. And, and the family of God, it's just so warm to feel that here. And uh, you say, well, I came, I was here earlier this year. And I told my wife, I said, we're going back. And when we, we made the move and we come back and we're here, I want to thank you. I give honor to all of you because it's your receptibility to God's word that's what's going to help you. It's not the entertainer. I'm not a singer. I'll sing my heart out, but I'm not a singer. And uh, the angels, they love it, I'm sure. But the point is, is that it's the worship that I want to be. When I started out, I want to finish what I started. If you return with me to the book of Daniel, we'll read one scripture here. Daniel chapter 1, verse number 8. Now, I'm, 
I'm saying this particularly tonight because of I've had some young ministers that were there when we retired, and one of them is preaching tonight. And he always said, Pastor, sometimes you just tell me right off the end, and you just say, well, I said, be always ready. Instant in season, out of season. And I said, when I call on you, you need to have a message and be ready. And now I'm finding out what it feels like. <laughs> so sometimes your pastor, he puts it on you. And you want to be ready. And you want to be able to let somebody know what you get from God. Now, I, I may have some testimony in here to try to break bears with you from where I come from. But it doesn't matter where you come from. It doesn't matter what you've done. I, you know, God can make your life new this very night. He can change everything that you've been going through. It's, it's, it's the power and authority of Almighty God to show you He's everything. Some people say, well, Jesus only. I'm Jesus everything. I got to have everything from him. I want to lift him up and let him do his work. Now, if you'll let him do his work, don't, if he starts working, just let him do it in here right now because he has all authority and all power. And I have found out that many people, when you're talking about miracles, signs, and wonders, or, or getting the baptism of the Holy Ghost, I've seen them get the Holy Ghost just as much on a Wednesday night as any other night. Jesus is Lord of the Sabbath. It's every day. So if you're hungry, God is going to feed you. If you're thirsty, he'll give you something to drink because he's that kind of a savior. Amen. But Daniel purposed in his heart that he would not defile himself with the portion of the king's meat nor with the wine which he drank. Therefore he requested of the princes of the eunuchs that he might not defile himself. Let's pray. Would you pray? Ask God to help us right now. Lord Jesus, Lord, I, I, I want to I understand, Lord, your desire, the hope. Lord, to know that you're a God that finishes what you start. I'm asking you, Lord, to reach out right now through the Holy Ghost, through your spirit. Lord, touch every soul here. God, bring deliverance to the captive. Lord, set them free right now. Set them free. There's no timetable what God can do. He can do it at the beginning of a service. He can do it at the end of the service. But God is in here right now. In the name of Jesus, would you lift him up? Would you lift him up right now? Lift up the name of Jesus. Lift up the authority of the power of God. Oh, hallelujah. Come on, I'm sorry, I'm a tongue talker. Now, you're going to have to get used to it. Woo! Oh, hallelujah. Somebody's getting something right now. Come on, would you believe it right now? Would you believe it? I don't like to go any further. Somebody needs something right now. There's power in the purpose of God. You can be seated in Jesus' name. There's power in the purpose of God. 
there's so many ways that the Lord can reach to you and answer what you have need of tonight. And it does, and you may have come here and maybe because the excitement of all that there, but the reality was is that you're in here, he knows you're here. And the purpose of God is that you allow him to, to understand that you know that he's looking at you personally. Now, he's a personal God. He knows every hair on your head. They're all counted. Everywhere you've been your whole life in the past, doesn't matter. He may have had to turn his back when you were out in the world, but the purpose of God was that he was there waiting on you. He was waiting on me. He waits and to see what we're gonna do when a choice comes. He waits to see if we're gonna keep going forward like the, I, I thought about the, the, the communion service and how the forwardness of, of desire to get closer to God I felt in this service Sunday. It, it, expired, it just made me wanna get deeper into it done a good job again I'll tell you again you've done a great job when we're talking about doing a job he preached with compassion he preached with a care for your soul and, and you, you got to realize like when I you goof or what you just get back up again when you go down just when you it talks about when you fast talks about when you pray it talks about when you talking about when you fall you get back up. So your, your purpose is to keep learning until you get rid of the circumstances that keep bringing you down. God is an overcomer. He overcomes, he overcame sin and death, the death, hell, and grave for you and I. And because he did that, it purposed in us to find out what he had for us to have with him. It's a, it's a personal relationship that you develop. You have to find out that you got more in you than you really have. You have to have the confidence in your life to know you can finish the business as God started in your life. You can purpose that you're gonna do what he tells you and he's gonna do in your life when you have your mind made up. It's a determination. I used to hear the old song, I am determined to hold out to the end. One of the first songs I heard in 1982 was that song. And I heard it because I was a broken down alcoholic that didn't see no future. Future was gone. My life, things that I thought that I purposed in my life were vanishing away. I had tried everything because you'll try everything through the flesh. You'll, you'll try everything through your carnal nature to keep from God changing you. Knowing that you want him to change you but you don't know it takes a broken and contrite spirit God will not refuse. So when I get humbled enough he'll lift me up. When I get broken enough and I may be broken tonight that's, that's him getting ready to lift you up. But you got to know he's going to lift you up. There's power in authority of God lifting you up. When you've been bound by something all your life and it has a hold of you and you don't know what's going on, you need to realize that God may be breaking you a place where he can do the work in your life. 
It doesn't matter. Listen, I want to tell you something. Where I come from, I'm telling you, it's a miracle. It's a miracle you're in here tonight. It's a miracle that you're in this service and God is working in your whole your life right now. It's a miracle that God has worked in your life and given you the opportunity of an apostolic faith. I want to tell you, I'm a one God apostolic tongue-talking holy roller and I'm not going to turn around and look anything else in the eye. I purpose in my life to do the Bible. It's what this says. It's not what makes me feel good because once you do it his way, thy will be done, you'll like it. Once you get in prayer enough where Jesus said my house will be called a house of prayer, that means this house is becoming the house of prayer. Now, I, I'm not gonna hurt, I don't wanna hurt nobody, but you're gonna have to die out to a prayer meeting somewhere and allow God to form you and make you. Woo! Hallelujah! There ain't nothing like good old-fashioned old-time camp meeting. There ain't nothing like somebody say, I don't care. I'm gonna have a prayer meeting with God. I'm gonna die daily. It's what brings revival. You may be seated. It's what makes us be what we need to be. When we purpose what we're gonna be for God. everybody has a testimony you have a testimony you'll be brought in from different areas and you'll come into life some will be you'll have different personalities Daniel you know he had his he's going to purpose in his life he wasn't going to take the things that would take him down I'm just using just I won't go into scriptures it's going to hit this tonight my wife said don't you preach too long now I said, honey, I'm, I said, I'm gonna have to wing it. And she says, you, you won't have any trouble. There's no downtime in living for God. You know, yeah, when I say no downtime, that's, that's workable situations. You cannot take a break thinking in yourself that you're gonna take a break from God. You have to keep pursuing the direction and the purpose he has in your life. You may, the devil may cheat you out of a prayer meeting, but don't let him do it twice. Don't let him, don't let him come back again because he, he is as a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. He goes around to see if he can grab a hold and find out what you might have and you let it out of your weaknesses and then he'll capitalize on it. We're humans. But, but we're, we are dying daily, the Bible, Paul said. I die daily. I find myself in a, now when I talk about prayer, it should be a positive thing. Because unless you get a prayer life, you're gonna have trouble in this life. And you gotta, you gotta talk to God on a daily purpose in your life, just like anything. I, you know, I, it's just like taking a shower or cleaning up. You know, it, I learned that I had to make time for God. Start up early 
because I knew if I got out in the world, stuff would interrupt me and I wouldn't get what I need to get from God. There, you have to set your schedule. You gotta, you gotta have a purpose to do the will of God. Just like coming here tonight. It's enjoyable to be in this atmosphere. When people have not ever felt this and they're broken and they feel this atmosphere, they need to realize somebody prayed it down for them. Somebody prayed it down for them. And you gotta, you gotta realize somebody's doing it for you. Why can't you do it for somebody else? I'm gonna be one of those that does it for somebody else. I'm gonna live my own prayer life. You gotta, you gotta break that barrier. You, I'm talking about you tough ones that understand that you, where the, when the road gets tough, you gotta get tough. When it comes to worship, you gotta break out of yourself and realize Jesus, I didn't know how to worship when I started. I didn't know about, I couldn't get my hands up in the air and worship him. I couldn't say Jesus in my life except the wrong way. I, I, my, my mouth was foul, but God can change that. I can tell you, I worked with 2,000 men in a tire plant before it went down and, and they watched me because they knew what kind of person I was. I don't want to tell you all the things you do. You don't need to know all the trickery in an alcoholic's life, but they, they, I, I watched them after I broke and, they, and uh, when I first came to God, this fellow's looking at me and I'm testifying about coming to the Lord. I didn't really know that the name of Jesus was so important. I'm just trying to find out. And then I had a, a man come up to me and said, you, you, you need to be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. And uh, he wasn't an apostolic. He was, he was a church of Christ. So I said, well, I'll go check this out. Because he gave me the scripture and I began to study. He was right. Truth will follow. You'll follow the truth. But I went to the church to visit on a Sunday morning. It was dead on a door now. Dead. And I said, this, hey, my daughter said it was real, Daddy. I mean, this Pentecostal experience and talking in tongues, Daddy, it's real. I said, well, then I'm going to find out. And I was getting information everywhere I could because she's searching. I'm still searching. Jesus is still working on me. He's still working on me. I'm going to get behind, the, if I'm going here, and I'm saying if, if, but I plan on it. If I am, I'm going to get behind the pastor. I'm going to support the pastor. It ain't about me no more. I'm, I'm going to get behind the leadership. I'm going to listen to them when they, when they want it. You know, it's easy to go fishing. I like fishing too. It's easy to go to uh, and eat hot dogs and do things. But when you want to go to the prayer room with a pastor, learn how to pray. Learn how to talk to God that the power of God will change somebody when they come in. I'm not talking, I'm not just talking foolish. I'm talking about like you prayed earlier. That broken prayer, that'll bring the power of God in your life. You gotta die daily. Pride is not gonna get you to heaven. Pride in Jesus will get you to heaven. Somebody used to say your good looks We'll get you to heaven. Yeah, your good looks at Calvary will get you to heaven. I raised three daughters. I'm my wife. I come to God and I'm trying to balance it out. They're primping all the time. 
I said, let's get to the house of God and let's pray. It's your spirit that's got to get right. Let's get our heart right with God. They knew it. They're all, you know, it's, it's, it's learning it from a child. I mean, I had one daughter pray her uncle and her cousin just, they just copied it. She just copied a message off the message heard from church and they're playing church in a garage. She just 10 or 11 years old prayed them, prayed them both through the Holy Ghost. You young people have that opportunity to change the circumstance underneath the authority of your pastor. You have the opportunity to change the circumstances in your school, wherever you go, whatever you do. It's the power. I'm going to tell you something. They're wondering about apostolics now. Because we, we we taught separation, holiness. Now they're finding out this holiness and this righteousness keeps them from going this transgender way and all that other because you're separated. God made male and female. God didn't make us anything else. Now I've got to preach it like that because it's the truth. We don't want to be sissified. We don't want feminine in men. They want the feminine in the young ladies. Become young ladies. You got to fight this battle. That's what Daniel was doing. He was going into the world and he had to fight a battle and stand up for God in the midst of what was going on. He had a congregation. Of, we could use their name, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, but they, you know, they had the name. But those, those young men listened to their pastor. And when things got rough, they stuck with it. We're not careful to answer you in this matter, O king. Right in front of Nebuchadnezzar. You see, you got to personally believe in yourself. Now, I'm a, I was a tender-hearted young man that didn't understand a lot of things growing up in a broken home. But I would cry and weep and wonder where it was going to happen. Why was I raised in a home broken Messed up. Wondering what might be for my future. God can work the circumstances out for you if you listen and you learn. You want to go to heaven? Matthew 18 and 3 says, except you be converted and become as little children, you can enter the kingdom of heaven. And if you're not teachable, as a child would be. See, it's hard sometimes to, to take it unless you spiritually, sometimes the brokenness is the best place for you to be because you're teachable. When pride is there and you get a hold of things, then, then pride goes before destruction, a honey spirit before a fall. So you develop in yourself humility underneath the authority of God. And you find yourself in prayer humbling yourself and letting Lord fix the battles. Now, I, I, if I told you all the miracles God has done just in our life, our family, I mean, you'd think, well, he's special. No, nobody's any more special. You just gotta humble yourself and let God do the work in your life and see God work. 
I, there's, he's no respecter of person. I want to preach right now. He's no respecter of person. The power of God will work in anybody's life. It doesn't matter where you come from. But you've got to have the faith to believe God. He's going to bring you out. He'll deliver you right now if you worship him. You can praise him right now and he'll fill you with the Holy Ghost. I feel it. But you've got to let people want it bad enough. When you want it bad enough, raise your hands and watch God do the work. You Come on, challenge me. Challenge me and raise your hands and praise God right now. Praise Jesus. Oh, have your way, God, right now. Have your way, Jesus. Oh, have your way right now. Come on, come on, come on. Reach up in the name of Jesus right now. Touch them, Lord. Touch them, God. You're the one that does it. Thank you, Lord. Touch that need right now. Woo. Woo. He's a spirit. God is a spirit. They that worship him must worship him in spirit and truth. It says, for the Father seeketh such to worship him. You learn an expression of love by letting it out. I'm not faking it. I've been worshiping God for 42 years. And I have never seen him let me down. He, he puts me in situations and, and, and things, but he's never has let me down. Even in the most struggling times. I'm testifying right now. I'm not testifying as a pastor or a preacher. I'm, I'm telling you, if you'll believe your pastor and, and move into that area, it's hard to do it because the flesh fights it. Doubt comes in. Unbelief. It'll, it'll walk up into your life and you won't get the miracle you want. Am I free to walk out if yes, I get a chance? Yes, there, there, there is an authority in the Holy Ghost that allows you to yield to it and God say, well, you may not know it, but I was waiting on you to step out. I was waiting on you to say, I want more. Now, I'm gonna rebuke spirits that are in here that are trying to heal. I'm not rebuking you. This has to do with the anointing of the Holy Ghost destroys the yoke of the devil. And when you take God, you can get rid of the devil real easy by praising God and say, I'm not gonna listen to those thoughts no more. You'll you battle things, but you say in the name of it. The devil isn't your problem. It's our human nature that has doubt. I'm not afraid of the devil. It's this human nature has doubt. So you get your attitude right and you'll get your miracle. You'll get your blessing. Woo. Clap your hands for the Lord anyhow. Come on, we're breaking down barriers. We're breaking down barriers. We're tearing up the devil's playhouse. I like to tear his house up. I like to uproot everything he has. And I, when I got Judah in my life, I got praise in my life, I got worship in my life, I got prayer, the devil gets a headache. Give him a headache. Woo! I'm not reaching to hurt anybody in here. Only those you that haven't got your miracle yet. The Lord reaches out to the sidelines of lives. He's full of compassion. He sees the needs. 
He sees you. You say, it's Wednesday night. I'm supposed to be just getting taught or I'm skating along. Let's, I want to tell you something. Every day is the day of the Lord. Every day. I've, I've made a resolution. It means determination. It's a subject under discussion when we're talking about purpose-driven an action in course of execution on purpose. God will guide you. He'll direct you. But you got once you get to a certain place, you've got to want him on purpose. You've got to allow yourself purposely to be led of the Holy Ghost. You've got to say, my mind's made up. I'm going to get God right now. You see... That going back to that man, the church of Christ, I went to study in baptism in the name of Jesus. And I went from right on through Acts 2.38. But I, I got hold of the first two scriptures where Jesus gave them commandments concerning him. And when I got to 1.8, I said, well, I'm going to have a power to be a witness of this. I'm going to be able to help somebody else. That I already thought about it when I repented. And they watched me like us talking about at work, they'd watch me go. And I was clocking out one day. And I, you get all kinds of physical habits. They knew I had one. Man, he'd walk up and punch me a little bit. And I'd say three or four of the worst words you could ever think of. If you was around, I'd hit you. It was just a response from military. But after I come to God, one guy said, well, Mike, I said, how come you still wearing your cooler's cap? Oh, look, this is how simple it was. I, I didn't know. I just threw it in the trash right in front of him. I said, you know, you're right. I shouldn't be giving a demonstration that I'm still doing what I used to do. You know what I mean? I, when I walk up to somebody, I want them to see Jesus. My dress, my actions, my joy. The power, the happiness, the purpose. See, it's affecting the world right now. A spirit-filled person that's walking in the truth, it affects the people around you. They'll, they'll see something different about you. You don't, and you're not, I'm not ashamed. I don't care what it would be. I'm not ashamed. I, when I came to him, I, I, I said, well, I'm no more, you know. I thought a Marine couldn't be saved. But the obedience taught was something I grabbed a hold of. And, and uh, so uh, I was clocking out one day and somebody come up behind me and they goosed me. I went, mm, just like that. And I turned around and the whole place was looking at me. And they had the most questionable face you've ever seen. How come he didn't cuss and how come he didn't swing? I didn't know it either. And y'all, you can, you, you can, all you toughies can act toughy. I used to be tougher than every one of you, okay? About 220. I'd take the biggest one back there if I could. That was in the world. Because, you know, but when God comes to you, he, he makes you bigger. Humility. How to handle things. And I, I, 
I turned around and yelling. I went up to the restroom. I didn't even go on home. I went up to the restroom. I cried like a baby. Because I said, how'd you do this? How could you do this? The peace of God. How it starts in your life. The change. You know, the, the dogs started liking me. You know, it, it just makes you, it makes you, it changes your whole life. And I can tell you some things you think I'm really crazy, but the point was I was checking out the Lord of Lords and the King of Kings, the one that owns the cattle on a thousand hills. I, 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 was, I was reaching up to the one that can answer my prayers and, and I started praying. My wife's here so she can verify this. Uh, we were separated. And lawyers were pushing it more than anything else. You know how lawyers sometimes are the wrong kind. They're, they're, no, it's no use. It'll never work. You know, you, you, know, you just, you blew it. Well, I, I was, that's why I came to God. I was all by myself. And I said, I'm, I'm not going to do any more. And I quit. The Lord took the drinking from me and everything, but he didn't fix it at the time. And I kept Wondering why. And I got off work one morning, working what we call graveyard shift, good rich, and I went home. And of course the house is empty. And all the loneliness it is when you go through something, you think you got it made and you don't have nothing. When you don't have a real family, a wife, and children. See, the world wants to take that away from us. Now, I know there's some doubters in here. There's always going to be a doubter in the church. I always try to reach to the doubters. But, but I, I, I crawled up in bed and I, first I said a little prayer because I didn't know how to pray. I didn't know what it was to talk to God. I, I came to God over brokenness and knew I had pride. And I said, I got to get rid of this pride. How do I do it? And, and the conviction got me and I broke. And I got delivered from alcohol and all that was happening, the brokenness. And I, I, I had people, oh, come on back. Shoot pool with us. Do this. I said, you'll never see me in another bar. You'll never see me in another nightclub. You'll never see me. I, I, I don't care. They, I'd say, later on, they'd come back and I'd say, you come with me. I'll show you something that's better high than you ever got. I found what, what was really supposed to be in my soul. Baptism of the Holy Ghost is what you need to get in your soul. Get filled with the Holy Ghost. Get filled with the drunkenness of the Holy Ghost. Come on. You got to work at it. Sometimes you got to do some fasting and praying to get that old nature out of the way. Now I crawled up my bed before I did and I said, Lord, could you talk to my wife some way that we can start talking and getting along for the children's sake? Because I don't want nobody else. I want her. That we might start dating again, getting along for the children's sake. I just said those words, got up, I was crying in bed. When you get broken, it's okay to cry. Emotions, 
we'll let loose. I've got a young man preaching to, preaching tonight. Man, he he's he learned how to cry. I'm saying back home, I'm not pastoring anymore, but uh, he's going to be a great preacher because he can break. It's just a brokenness. Yeah, and ten minutes might have went by. He had to, you know, the line. We didn't have cell phone or nothing back then, just landline and phone rang. Eight o'clock, 8.30 in the morning. It was my wife. She never called me. It was a goodbye. It was her. She said, Mike, we've got to start... And I, I was scared because I didn't want to go back to cussing again or anything. I was afraid of, it was minute by minute because you'd been delivered by all this and you, you start marking things and you quit. She said, we got to start talking and getting along for the children's sake. And maybe someday we'll start dating again. Now she, she said those very words. You can, she, I'm just saying, you know what happened? A 10 minute prayer. That miracle prayer, you know what I did? I crawled out of that bed and I began to call on God like it was the last time I was ever going to talk to anybody. I began to call on Him and say, Lord, I know now I can't do it. You're the one that does it. You're a prayer answering God. One week later, she was home. We didn't even have to date. One week later, we've been together for 55 years now, married. You have to work at it, but it works. God is a prince in God. But you got a purpose in your life. You're gonna finish it. Don't you give up. Don't you throw the towel in. Find a prayer room somewhere and have a talk with God. He'll fix it. I'll have her up here. Be seated one more time. Every purpose of the Lord shall be performed. He talks about it in Jeremiah 51, 29. And also in Isaiah 14, 26. This is the purpose that is purposed upon the whole earth. And this is the hand that is stretched out upon all the nations. 27, for the Lord of hosts hath purposed and who shall disannul it? And his hand is stretched out and who shall turn it back? You're not gonna stop God in a revival in a church when he wants it to happen. And when you got determination, you're not gonna stop no matter what in this house, no matter what happens. A good positive attitude with your spirit will heal every disease and everything. You gotta believe God is gonna. T- Woo! Come on! I want to be a part of it, and I am a part of it already. Because you love good old-fashioned old-time religion. You love apostolic faith because it's the word of God. If you have, if you haven't studied this, get you a Bible and start reading it. While he yet preached, the Holy Ghost fell on all them which heard the word. This is where I got in. They of the circumcision which came with Peter were astonished that on the Gentiles was poured out the gift of the Holy Ghost. 
for they heard them speak with tongues and magnify God. Then answered Peter, can anybody, can any one of you prevent these people from being baptized? Water baptism is just as important as getting the Holy Ghost. They go together. That's conversion. That gets you started. That gets you moving. That gets you moving in the kingdom of God where you'll bear fruit and and power of the Holy Ghost. You gotta love this truth. You gotta gotta wanna die for it. What more any people dying for everything else? Then this is is the truth of all ages. I, I got in this, I said this is what I was looking for, something real. Something honest, something pure, something true. With holiness without, you'll not see God. Every part of the word of God brings us to God. He can take, he can take, I used the word the other day, junkyard dog. He can take anybody. I don't care if you don't even have any education and switch. I've watched God use miracles of people that hear the word of God, couldn't even read or write and pray people in the hospital come out of comas. Come on, I, I, I've already seen, and I'll say this to you. Uh, we've already just about four weeks ago had a man that had a stroke. 36 years old. Before we got through praying, he was paralyzed all the way. They were flying him to another hospital, going to operate on him. He was paralyzed, couldn't talk. We got through praying, he started talking. He said, I can feel my feet. Time they got him to Greenville, North Carolina. Time they got the, they x-rayed him again. They said, no, we're not operating on him. He can feel it in his hands. Three weeks later, he went home walking, talking. He's normal, working today. Listen, I'm gonna tell you, I believe in miracles, but I believe in, the miracle is you living for God. The miracle is finishing the call of purpose in your life to finish the race. Never, never look back. I could tell you trials. My wife could tell you things that some people say, oh, if I'd have had that happen to me, I'd have backslid. No, it's just a challenge of, of something to happen to see if you're gonna stay in it. See if you're gonna stay with it. Every trial, everything you go through will come at you. It will try to destroy you. All I care about is being a soldier. That's what it says in Timothy, right? A soldier. I'm going to be a soldier. I'm going to help. I'm going to be a friend of the work of God. I'm not going to be somebody to hinder it. I want it to happen. I want to be a right arm to somebody that somebody, come on, I can help somebody else. You say you're just talking. No, 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 no. I want to tell you something. I'm still walking at 76. I'm still moving at 76. I'm still praising God at 76. I'm still believing God at 76. I'm still working in the kingdom of God at 76. I can teach a Bible study. I can go out and teach somebody something. Hallelujah. Would you stand? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. You got a purpose that you're not going to quit. I don't care what happens. You gotta put God first. I ended up, I don't know if we come out here. 
I'm a cowboy. I ain't rode horses hardly in 35 years. God took me to North Carolina and I was a farm boy, sharecropper. Didn't have a whole lot of anything. He said, well, this is where, and he, he showed me, we followed it. And he performed every miracle he told me he was gonna do to show himself. My wife will verify it. She's, what you see is what you get when you get around her. She gonna, she'll tell you. If I didn't have her, I don't know what I'd do. He, he put us together back then. He can work it out for you. In fact, is he, he loves to do it. Sometimes he wants you to say, Lord, would you help me? If you'd come up tonight, I know your time, maybe your time, let your pastor have it, but you just come up and ask God. Help him in your purpose in your life. If you, if you would, you just come up around here and say, Lord, I, I want to serve you. Just talk to him. Open your mouth wide. He'll feel it. God will make you a new creature. Just, just commit yourself that when these men come and preach it, Lord, I want to be able to, I want something to happen to change in my life. I want a purpose that I'm going to do the will of God. Lord, I, I'm going to see my wife was healed of macular degeneration four years ago. I think four. She was healed of fibromyalgia some 15 years ago. God, there's nothing God cannot do. We got to put faith in Him right now. But I'm going to say something. I'd rather have my life changed. I'd rather have my life changed than anything else. I'd rather have a change right now. I want, this, this is a Wednesday night, but you, this might be the night you said it's, it's going to happen. I was changed. I'm a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things have become new. I'm not the same what I used to be. You got, you got to tell the devil. I don't care how much he gets something on you. Just push it aside. Say, I, I'm, I'm a new creature. He, God changed me. I'm not going to dwell on anything wrong. Right now, in the name of Jesus, Lord, right now, God's able in your heart and your mind. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Bishop, you tell me, because I, I, I just, I just want to do right. Hallelujah. Next week, make this the best camp meeting. How you do it? By prayer. I heard your pastor. It's more about you getting more of God. That's what this church is about. It's more about the kingdom of God and, and you being changed and, and becoming a new creature. It's more about the change of God in our life. That's what the dedication is about. That's what the church is about. The anointing of the Holy Ghost to flow over your life. Doesn't matter where you came from. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost right now. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.